essence, we can start to see the world in a grain of sand and in heaven a wild flower to hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. I've been lucky to learn many ways to incorporate positive possibilities into my work and personal experiences in the almost 25 years of my work with Peter. Every single day at our headquarters, someone feels the satisfaction of being able to provide a worried parent with a simple or quite sophisticated alternative to cutting up a frog in class, an alternative that will end up teaching the children, the teacher, and often the child's whole class how to be innovative and how to derive more from a positive learning experience. Such a lesson can be as sophisticated as using a new software program to take apart a human brain and put it back together again after witnessing exactly how it works. Or as simple as walking into the woods and realizing how clever it is for a field mouse who has no tools, no supermarket, no refrigerator and has never been given any formal lessons to dig a home for her family with only her hands to know what and how to feed them from the sparse vegetation available to them in winter and to teach them how to cope with life. Often we are asked to help when someone who has lost a loved one to illness or injury wishes to write a check or take up a collection for a health charity but wants to be absolutely sure that the funds will be used wisely and humanely. It is wonderful to be able to offer a host of choices pointing out which charities have given assurances to use their funds on direct human health, such as treatment, rehabilitation, prevention of disease, or on human clinical research studies, rather than on animal tests. We're in the solution-finding business, even in surprising situations. It isn't unusual, for example, for someone to call because bees have moved into their garden. We can refer them to a local keeper who will come and scoop the bees up without harming the hive and without using harmful pesticides that can poison people, animals, and the earth. Another day, it might be that someone is baffled as to how to make the best use of a relative's fur coat now bequeathed to them. We can offer to send that coat to a refugee in Afghanistan, to a poor person in Appalachia, to a homeless woman in a cold city in winter, use it as a library display against trapping, or cut it up as bedding to keep orphaned wildlife warm in a sanctuary. It is a total delight to share information about this wealth of options. In my book, I go into many more, but let me tell you now about a few, namely how to create a humane home, how to cultivate a garden that attracts birds and butterflies, dealing with uninvited wildlife, finding the perfect soap, big-hearted options to exotic skins, all about coffee, news about crabs and lobsters, baking special cakes, the benefits of beachcombing, sports news you might find interesting, souvenirs to avoid, dealing with barking and digging dogs, making your workplace a healthy, happy, helping place, oh, as well as community volunteering. So, off we go. Kindness by Design, Creating and Furnishing a Humane Home. May blessings be upon your house, your roof, your hearth and walls. May there be lights to welcome you when evening's shadow falls. That's from Myrtle Reed's A House Blessing. Let me tell you a story. 
Yugoslavian-born interior designer Sasha, whose full name is Sasha Josipovic, is a household name in Canada. When Sasha walked into James Silver and Lisa Grill's home in Toronto, he was wearing white rabbit sandals. But they're Prada, said the star. I don't care what label they are, they're rabbit, Lisa exclaimed. Later, Sasha reflected on that moment. He said, "They were a beautiful design. I never thought about it as a rabbit, but I never wore them again." Lisa and James own a beautiful Victorian home in Little Italy, the trendiest district in Toronto. The house has been made over to look fresh and contemporary, and is what Sasha calls seductive and beautifully proportioned inside and out. Of course, he should know because he designed it from below the floor to above the ceiling, and every part of it is cruelty-free. For the curtains, Sasha and his clients chose linen with nylon and bamboo window coverings. The bamboo came from a panda-safe bamboo company, which uses a kind of bamboo that pandas don't eat. Lisa and James wanted to avoid hardwoods from the rainforest too, so their stairs were done with natural sisal. Which is not as slippery as wood, and as Lisa describes it, has a tantalizing feel on your feet. Lisa and James decided to leave most of the floors bare, with one exception. Sasha got a large leather manufacturer called Nine Camper to make a rug out of small slats of wood woven with rope. Sasha says it's glorious and it can replace any priceless wool Persian rug. Sasha chose the faux leather upholstery for them from Designers Fabric Outlet in Toronto. The ultra suede was ordered from Alcantara in Europe. All the paints were latex rather than graphite. That's to keep the dogs and the cats safe from toxicity. And all the dyes used were vegetable dyes. Other design factors included knocking down a lot of walls, which means, among other things, according to James, lots of space for the dogs to run. It's all open. It's like being outdoors, and the dogs love it. Other dog features include vertical railings on the atrium level, so that the dogs can't climb them and fall over the top, and freestanding lamps with very strong, sturdy bases to prevent the dogs from knocking them over. One conversation piece that's hard to miss is a most intriguing painting. Lisa and James bought it at a charity auction, and it's accompanied by a photograph of the artist who created it, a chimpanzee named Tom. Tom was born in Africa, taken from his family by force, and shipped to the U.S. when he was just a child. He spent his first thirty years in a laboratory. Where records show that he was knocked down, which means chemically restrained, 369 times. He suffered 56 punch liver biopsies, one open liver wedge biopsy, three lymph node biopsies, and three bone marrow biopsies. In 1984, they injected Tom with HIV. Tom became ill and had no appetite. When he could summons his strength. He banged constantly on his cage walls. One day, he was shipped to the Fauna Foundation, a wonderful refuge for primates in Canada. But it was clear Tom lacked the social skills he would have learned from his mother and siblings in Africa, and he wouldn't play or engage other animals or people. Tom is very intelligent, and his caregiver reports that he understands most of what people say to him. 
These days he loves to sit quietly and have a cup of tea and bask in loving words of encouragement. One funny thing, when he came to the refuge, he had one white toe. After a year, given paints by his rehabilitators, he painted that toe black, and then he started doing other artwork. It's a very angry painting, James says, of the one in the house. There are lots more details about this house in Making Kind Choices, the book, but let me leave the last thoughts to Sasha. He says, Sometimes money goes where the conscience does not. Creating a beautiful garden to attract birds, butterflies, and other natural life. And other eyes than ours were made to look on flowers, eyes of small birds and insects small, the deep sun-blushing rose round which the prickles close opens her bosom to them all, the tiniest living thing that soars on feathered wing or crawls among the long grass out of sight has just as good a right to its appointed portion of delight as any king. That's Christina Rossetti's To What Purpose This Waste. The little garden outside the window of my rented apartment in an old house in Tacoma Park, Maryland, was so tiny you could set off to walk around it and be back at the door in 20 seconds flat. Yet that garden provided the biggest distraction in the world whenever I sat down and tried to work at my desk. For all the activity at the bird bath, I could have been looking out at the skaters on the rink at Rockefeller Plaza. I came to know the regulars discover the varying personalities, and learn each bird's routine and habits.